0: Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. ChooseWood.com.
1: This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. One of the best places to see street art is in St. Louis. Its famous graffiti wall, also known as the Mural Mile, spans two miles along the Mississippi riverfront and there's a party every year to celebrate and completely repaint it. Every Labor Day weekend, the organization Paint Louis transforms downtown St. Louis into a loud and very colorful festival with more than 250 artists. Our very own Erendora was there and talked with some of the painters. I'm four. It's her first
2: time doing graffiti. Jimmy Hanks is among a group of kids spray painting the walls of an abandoned way station near the flood wall. The increasingly colorful building becomes more and more ridiculous and awesome looking as the day goes on it's covered in layers of trial and error a raw expression of squiggles smileys names drawn in little kid font and lots of watches and blobs every inch of every wall is up for grabs in this area of paint Louis called paint littles on this cloudless hot and humid weekend the sunlight shines with brutal pizzazz it smells like spray paint the pavement is hot there's lines of food and craft vendors Performers warming up on a large stage, the sound of aerosol spraying and cans shaking, car stereos playing and people bustling, swirl all around us. As these kids graffiti an abandoned building, they're reinforcing conceptions of what graffiti is. It feels playful. It's taught at home. Jimmy's dad.
3: Uh, my name is Jerome. So she points out the pictures that she see, which she doesn't know it's graffiti, but it's graffiti. As she's riding in the back seat, who knows where her eyes are? But she says, "I just saw an uh, uh, angel somewhere on one of the buildings or one of the uh, bridges or, or something." So she gonna come home and wanna tag the walls of the kitchen or something? <laughs>
2: like, and know. would you encourage like this kind of play at home?
4: Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I can bring her a piece of plywood at home and and she can go to town on that. So yeah, that's that's fine.
4: So in
2: my house, it's uh, art form. Justin Dunlap has been bringing his kids down since his youngest was two. Ages eight and 13, they're climbing the stair rails at the building's side door to reach some up high parts. The rebellious nature of the graffiti right there. (laughs) I grew up overseas, Uh, I lived in Italy for six years, so this here was uh, everyday life for us. Uh, The older two's uh, doors have stickers galore all over it so it, it literally looks like a subway station some of my buddies that i uh grew up with they would come to our house and tag their doors uh-huh. and we just kept it you know uh-huh. so it's definitely appreciated here
3: someone wrote over my name it was right here oh really someone wrote because that's me you gotta put it
2: back forms of art at the thompson household Sean and Carmen let their seven-year-old Charlie dabble with it on canvases and cardboard at home.
3: It's just, we, just, we just tell it it's art. It's just art. And I buy cans from the hardware store, but, but we just put it on the canvases, not, not on the wall of the building right now. Well,
1: we were outside, so when we, we did it on my cardboard, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was fun to draw pictures, my name, anything.
2: I saw you smearing it with your finger too, is that part of it? My mom said Like, now. if you blend it? No. It gets stuck to every
3: time. Yeah. It's forms of public expression, and some places allow it. Like, we went to Puerto Rico, and it was, like, graffiti everywhere. And it's, like, even I have a graffiti area. And so, like, you just show, like, it's art, a way to express yourself on a larger canvas, other than a coloring book and a piece of paper.
2: You ever try to do your name or something? like? Is
0: that... I did it on that other wall. Oh,
2: dang. I think it belongs here, too, don't you? <laughs>
3: You gotta get
4: a, uh, a shorter version. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. I think it's amazing what people can do with the spray paint can. There's like, look at this stuff over here. You know, it's just I think it's amazing.
2: Michael Church is with his three-year-old, who's having more success with sidewalk chalk.
0: My daughter's three years old, and I grew up in North St. Louis and like graffiti art was a big part of culture and I don't know. I feel like there's always the question of is this art or isn't it art? And by definition, that makes it art because people are having a conversation about it and that's what art ultimately does, whether they're boring conversations or exciting ones or controversial or. Yeah, she's liking it, you know.
2: Mike Cantor brought her daughter down from St. Charles. She just started kindergarten. I'm like, man, you need to tell your art teacher next week that you went down here. For real, real. she'd love that. We love colors. I paint cars for a living, so she's always out in the garage with me, messing around. So, Uh yeah, I think she's just trying to follow my footsteps. We love colors. We love uh, drawing and anything Anything like that's kind of interests us. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I actually went and found somewhere that hadn't had anything on it because I wanted to have my own little area. She helped me write her name down there. Uh, but but you can see people are already starting to write on the bottom. We're completely out of space so someone will write over that. But that's okay because we were there and we did it and that's our experience. You get
2: the truck this week before uh, all locals ruin this stuff. It just breaks my heart, man. It's crazy. It breaks the adults' hearts, but not the kids, I don't think. Right. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, man. Behind this colorful, abandoned building is the two-mile flood wall. Artist Stan Chisholm, a.k.a. 18 and Counting, took a little break from his section of the wall where he's working on a whimsical UFO-inspired piece to hang out at his merch tent. Can you expect ownership over something that you paint in public?
4: Uh, I mean, you can't expect it, but like if you are good, then you probably have expectations. I think that's kind of one of the rules is like, you don't paint over something unless you're going to outdo it, unless you're deliberately doing it disrespectfully. A few sections
2: down, artist Kebabi Bayak is painting a little black boy with the words art is my weapon in the space around. Um, There is some stuff that is destructive on
3: people's property and I get that and I get just as offended by that too. But then. There's some pieces that are just gorgeous that people do on random spots that otherwise are neglected, so it's just a fine line between both. There's a place for everything there.
2: Again, here's Stan Chisel.
4: It's like, yeah, it's a public space, so, you know, you, who knows? Someone coming down for a good time that isn't necessarily caring about which one is the best one or where it, you know? But as far as, like, ownership of it, you know, it's like, the harder you go, like, the less likely you are to get painted over. Like, the bigger your name is, the less likely people are to mess with it. And that's just kind of like a, that's not written on paper anywhere. That's just the, that's just the rule, you know, that's just what we know. Sometimes yeah, it's totally random. Like, sometimes like you can have the baddest piece and, you know, someone who doesn't know any better or doesn't care, or they just want to shake it up, you know? So I think the biggest lesson of that is take a picture. <laughs> It'll last longer.
2: <laughs> Back at the kids' building, Jimmy's still there. She's working the sidewalk next to the building. You're doing specific shapes, or
1: they look like traffic lights. Oh,
2: I guess they do. <laughs> oh,
3: they are. I <laughs> didn't.
2: We're watching her figure out like how close to be to it and stuff like that. Uh, what kind of instruction do you think she would need, or
0: definitely like the just the dexterity to, to hold the can and push it down. So, like her age, and you probably see other kids that were holding the can and then they'll push it down with the other hand and.
3: Watch your face. Maybe they need, like, uh, for kids, they need, like, that little thing, that uh, WD 40 thing, a oh. little plastic straw. Hey, hey,
4: hey. hey, hey,
0: hey.
3: Like, I know the straw shouldn't be at my face, but this thing is kind of hard to tell oh, yeah, for like a four year old. But,
0: you know, it's. I guess that's part of the process—is learning how to
3: to use the tools. You know, different types of angles and different types of things out. But like, she's making a little monster right now, and I think she's she's good. <laughs> she's good. She's figuring it out.
2: I want to go check out the monster.
3: <laughs> and, like she's putting her oh, now. It's just okay, blobbing. Charlie. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Seven-year-old Charlie's monster has definitely turned into a metallic silver blob. She's leaning over the sidewalk, very close to the concrete, shooting blasts of color that pool up on the surface. It looks like lava. It's definitely messy. Are you trying to control the drips, or are you just kind of having fun right now? I'm going
0: to do whatever I want.
2: (laughs) Fortunately or unfortunately, the art on the wall and the way station building are living works. Vandalism is inevitable. It's the second lesson the Paint Littles learned right after how to control the can. There is no ownership over this art. There's no picture frame and it is not behind glass. When art is rushed onto abandoned buildings, overpasses, train cars, and sidewalks, it seems like it's hiding or like it's doing something wrong. Sometimes it's beautiful, sometimes it's ugly. And when it's allowed to flourish on a 20 foot by two mile flood wall, it's all grown up.
1: That's our very own Aaron Dorr bringing us sights and sounds from Paint Littles at the Paint Louis Graffiti and Hip Hop Festival earlier this month. To see photos of the art, visit stlonair.show. The St. Louis Flood Wall, also known as the Graffiti Wall or Mural Mile, is located between Victor Street and Shoto Avenue along the riverfront. It and the abandoned Way Station building get a complete redo at the annual festival when professional artists and kids alike are brought in to wipe it all away and start completely fresh. Visit anytime and take a picture. It'll last longer. Please join us again tomorrow. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Elaine Cha. This episode was produced, recorded, and edited by Aaron Doerr. With audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Doerr.
2: Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group.
1: Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks.
2: St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.